Welcome to the Minutes of Central London. Thank you so much for joining me for this show on today. Today we're talking about total self-care. This is part one of the show. And tonight we're going to be talking about what self-care is and what it isn't. You know, as we're going through this uh, COVID-19 pandemic time, I wanted to uh, empower you to be able to take care of yourself um, as you're on that stay-at-home request by the uh, city and state and government officials. And so I wanted to come on and actually do a show on how to take care of yourself and understanding what taking care of yourself is. It's really easy for us to be at home and to sit around and to, uh, you know, watch a lot of Netflix, watch a lot of Hulu, watch a lot of um, Showtime and all of the uh, other streaming things that we have. Um, And then we forget to take care of ourselves. So we are at home and it's just real easy not to do anything or not to even think about what we need to do to really be taking care of ourselves. And so um, this is a two-part series, and each one of these shows will be uh, filled with powerful teaching and uh, doable strategies on self-care so that you can use these things in your life right now as well as in the future. And you can also share them with your family, your friends, your loved ones, so that they can take care of themselves. And so... um, Let's get started. As you know, self-care is a term that is branded. It's um, used a lot these days, and surprisingly enough, there's still a lot of confusion over what it actually involved. And it involves. And those of us who are believers, Christian believers, know that we are the temple of God, and we are to take care of ourselves. The Word of God teaches us that we are uh, that He desires that we be in good health even as our soul prospers. So we are required to take care of our physical beings. We're required to take care of our mental state. You know, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Uh, We're required to take control of our uh, thoughts, those thoughts that might um, create a vain imagination or the thoughts that try to exalt themselves high above the knowledge of God. We're told told to cast those thoughts down. We're told to watch um, and be concerned with how we feel about things, you know, where a man's treasure is, that's where his heart is. So you want your heart to be right, you have to make sure that you're treasuring the right things. And do you love yourself? Do you care enough about yourself to take care of yourself? And so, you know, it's, it's a lot going on right now. Uh, during these times that we're living in right now, and it's very important that we learn how to better care of ourselves and that self-care is at the top of the priority list. We need to make sure that we understand what it is and that we're actually doing it. Um, Most of the time, self-care is like uh, branded as 
uh, an important um, element of your health and your well-being. But the the key is to understand what it is and what the benefits are for uh, self-care. So for this particular show, we're going to be talking about what it is, and we're also going to be looking at the reasons why you need uh, self-care and to be engaging in self-care. So what is self-care? So the definition that most people know about um, or have heard about in defining self-care is any task which helps you to take care of yourself. It can relate to your emotional well-being. It can relate to your relationships. It can relate to your relate to your physical health or your mental health. Any part of your being. But this series is talking about your total self-care. So it's all of these things that are involved in this. Your well, your emotional well-being, your relationships, your physical health, your mental health. What we're going through right now during these times, all of these areas of your life can be impacted by this stay-at-home request or rule that we're under. It can be impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Your loved ones, you may have loved ones who have contracted the virus. You may have loved ones who have uh, lost their lives to the COVID, to COVID-19, church members, uh, pastors, you name it. So your t- entire being can be impacted one way or another by this time that we're living in, this pandemic that we're living through. And so it's important that we begin to practice adequate self-care in every aspect of our life. You know, and um, as you learn this and you begin to develop and do more of this, you'll learn that there were many areas in your life that probably needed improvement and that uh, we maybe neglected or just didn't pay a lot of attention to. So although self-care can be a, a simple simple uh, concept, sometimes it's difficult to put into practice. You know, um, Sometimes it's easy to confuse what uh, self-care is. It's just simply treating yourself well and giving the body what it needs. That's what self-care is. Sometimes we focus a lot on other people, other family members, other friends and loved ones, and we don't leave enough time to focus on ourselves. And so we neglect that, and then we feel sluggish, we're tired, we feel um emotionally drained, we uh, we feel uh, there's a lack of energy feeling that we experience sometimes when we don't take really good care of ourselves, we don't, when we don't get enough sleep, uh, we're exhausted and we feel sluggish uh, the next morning, and all of that comes from, or part of anyway, um, not taking the proper care of ourselves. So, um, you know, a little bit about what self-care is. Let's talk about what it isn't, what self-care isn't. So there are a lot of misconceptions over what self-care is. And the common mistake people make when they adopt this self-care routine or regimen in their lives is um, indulging in something that's bad for them, All right, and that's not self-care. So, for example, you may think um, self-care uh isn't denying yourself of the things that you want. So you might start eating a little more chocolate or you might indulge in some daily treats and you're not paying attention to the amount of it that you're eating. So while indulging indulging can be great uh, on occasion, 
sometimes it isn't bad for a normal practice or indulge it because it will eventually do more harm to you than it will do good. You can treat yourself sometimes, reward yourself for things that you've accomplished, things that you've done, successes in your life, um, goals that you've reached. But self-care is not sitting back saying, I'm going to binge on apple pie and uh, vanilla ice cream for two days straight. You know, that's not self-care. You have to know the difference between self-care and rewarding yourself for something. So don't get those confused. So it's about finding a balance and not overindulging in something uh, just because you think you deserve it. And maybe you do deserve it. But if you're not careful about what you think about deserving it and how you treat um, yourself in those thoughts, or having those thoughts of deserving it, you can go overboard. So uh, you might want to live, you know, uh, off on chocolate and cake and pies and all of those things, but you know eventually it's not going to be profitable for you nutrition-wise for you to do it. Also, self-care isn't doing things you think you should do. It's about making improvements in your life, all right? Um, it's about making an improvement for yourself, not necessarily what other people are telling you ought to do, you should do. It's about doing a self-assessment and looking at your life saying, what is it that I need to do to improve my life and to take better care of who I am, right? It's an individual practice that's different for everybody, you know? So maybe I need to... Um, um, maybe do a little bit more physical exercise, you know, to take on myself physically. Somebody else may may need to do some um, uh, mental uh, training or exercise to help them, you know, to help improve them mentally, what they're thinking, you know, negative thoughts they're having or uh, not thinking enough of themselves. So it may be different for everyone. Um, but when you add self-care to your routine, it should be focused solely on the desires that you need, that you have in the areas that you want to change or you want to improve, okay? It doesn't have to necessarily be bad. Maybe you just want to improve it. You know, for example, maybe you started eating healthy and you started a little bit at one time and now you want to improve that. So you're going to go to the next level and you're going to cut back something out of your um, your eating habits, that was getting in the way of you being in good health because uh, you started small. Maybe you gave up diet sodas and soft drinks first. And so now you've gotten into the routine of uh, giving up soft drinks or not drinking them as much. And so now you want to get go to the next step and say, you know what, I'm going to practice uh, cutting back on sugar. And I'm going to give sugars up for um, a season. So I want to give you a simple ba- uh, basic um, checklist that you can follow um, that kind of can help you to begin that self-care routine so it can be one that's effective and one that you're making out of really good ideas and one that you're making that is appropriate for your uh, lifestyle and for what you want to do. So here's a checklist. So I told you if you saw the, um, the, 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 episode, the episode information, you're going to need um, paper and a pen so you can take plenty of notes uh, as you listen to these sessions these radio shows, and so I want you to create a checklist, and I want your headings on your checklist to be, first, what you want to improve, right? What area of your life, of your total being, do you want to improve? Do you want to improve? So number one is what you want to improve. The second thing on your checklist is why you want to improve it. When you understand the why, then it will be easier for you to do the what, 
So know what you want to improve and then why you want to improve it. Okay, so I want to improve my physical being. I want to drop weight. Okay, so why do I want to improve that? I want to improve it because I'm going to be healthier. I'll breathe better. I'll um, get around easier. Um, I will have more stamina, more energy, you know. So the why is going to help you do the what. Number three, care you need most. What's the type of self-care that you need most? Okay, so even though you know what you want to prove, want to improve, you know why you want to do it, what's the type of self-care you need most? So before you go on a diet plan, before you do Weight Watchers, before you do any of those kinds of things, what type of self-care do you need the most? So if you need um, self-care in your thinking first, in your mental uh, self-care, not necessarily that you have mental health issues, but I need help in my thinking. You need to battle your thoughts. Well, if that's what you need self-care in the most, you need to do that first before you do anything else. Because if you don't think you can lose the weight, or if you don't think that your body is going to feel better, that you're going to have more stamina, more energy, whatever you think about losing weight, is if it's ne- if you have if your thoughts are negative, it's going to hinder hinder you taking the steps to do it. So, but what is the type of self-care you need the most? That's number three. The number four, creating a no list. Right, a no list. That's a list. That's a no. What's, these are the no's. I'm not going to do these things. I'm not going to let these get in the way of me taking better care of myself. And then the um, fourth thing on there is starting out gradually. That's the fourth thing on your checklist. So maybe your routine. Let's go back to losing weight or exercising. Let's just say exercising, and you haven't done it in a while, or so, but you know you need to do it. Do it because you want to improve your physical being. All right, so when you're starting, starting out gradually, you may not start with, um, you know, Tabo. You may not start with kickboxing. You'll maybe start with a 15-minute routine since we're at the, the – uh, we are under the stay-at-home. You can't go to the gym. But maybe the gym that you belong to, if you belong to one, actually is uh, doing Zoom exercises for 15 and 30-minute segments. Or if you haven't uh, um, uh, belonged to a gym, maybe you can check to see if some of the gyms are offering Zoom um exercise, and what what time do they come on? You know, you may have to locate them on Facebook or you may have to locate them on their uh, website to see when are they doing their Zoom exercises so that you can, uh, you know, where they can do them online for you where you can do it, be at home and follow them through the exercise routine. Or maybe, just maybe you're like some other people, and over the years you've bought these exercise DVDs and you haven't used them or even opened them to even look at them. Maybe you can pop in one and do a 15-minute um, exercise off a video, a DVD that you never use. So start out gradually. Maybe you're going to uh, your self-care means starting eating more healthy, more healthy food. So it may not be giving up everything at one time. So when you start out gradually, it may mean you may start with your breakfast. You may eat a healthier breakfast. You may start with that and gradually move to eating a healthier lunch and a healthier or dinner. So you want to start out gradually. So here, here are your checklist areas again. What you want to improve is number one. Number two, why you want to improve it. Number three, the type of self-care you need most. And then number four, creating a no list. And then starting out gradually all right, to do whatever self-care you need. So when you're figuring out what you want to improve first and why you want to improve it, it's going to be the crucial step. Remember, the why is going to help you do the what. 
So it's only going to work if you're doing it for you, right? Don't do it for anybody else. This is self-care. So you have to do this for you, not someone else. It doesn't mean that you're selfish or you're uh, acting in a selfish way. It just simply means that you care about yourself enough to put yourself first at at this moment so that you can become more effective and more useful to in your life and to those around you. You're no good sluggish. You're no good tired. Um, you're not any good if you can't think straight. If your thoughts are racing and running through your mind and you cannot process one thought at a time or you can't make decisions because so much is going on in your mind that it's getting in the way of your decision-making process. So it's not about being selfish. It's about being more focused on yourself and about being more um, aware that you need to make some improvements in your life. So um, think about the type of self-care you need to focus on first. That's, you know, it's very important. You know, what do you need the most? That's number three on your list. What is it that you need to do the most? You know, your physical, your emotional self-care tends to be some of the most common type uh, of places where people start because it's actually the most obvious sometimes. You know, so look at making sure uh, if this is if these are the two areas that you're starting in, look at making sure that you have enough sleep, that you're eating healthy, that you're exercising on a regular basis. You know, even if on this uh, at this stay home order, if you live, um, let's say in a house, and you have a long driveway or you have a short driveway or you have, to, you can go right outside and just walk up and down your driveway for about fifteen or twenty minutes. You know, so. Uh, if you're living in an apartment complex, you could do the same thing, but you may want to check outside and look to see if anybody else has the same thing in mind. And if so, you may want to wait till they're finished, and then one or two people, you may go out and take a 15-minute walk around or a 10-minute walk around your apartment complex. It's, it's, it's really important that you do something, okay? And, again, it could also, if, you, if you're looking at your physical well-being, you could exercise indoors as well. And when you're creating a no list, you, um, this will help you get started. So that, you know, to get started, this will your no list, you look at your check, what you wrote down, your no list will allow you to determine the things that you don't want to do, you know, or the things that you don't like doing. So, okay, um, let's say um, it, it could possibly include something, for example, like, um, you know, when I'm getting ready to go to bed at night, I don't want to check my, I don't want to, I don't want to check my phone before I go to bed, you know, uh, you know, I want to switch everything off. Now, nowadays, I know it's kind of hard when we're going through this, but maybe you could turn the volume down so you won't be so tempted. When those, that, that little ding, that little notifi- notification ding pops, you might be tempted to jump up and see who did something on Facebook or Instagram or something like that. So um, your no list are those things that you don't want to do or the things that you that you don't like doing. So focus on the things that you don't want to do. I don't want to be preoccupied with looking at my phone when it's time for me to go to sleep. When it's time for me to take uh, my rest at night, I want to make sure that I get enough sleep. So if you heard me teach before, you heard me say schedule everything. So if you know you go to sleep at 9 or if you go to sleep at 10, you know you like to check social media uh, before you go to sleep. If you're going to bed at 9, then you may want to schedule at, I mean, at 10, you may want to schedule at 9 o'clock to, to check social media for 15 or 20 minutes so that you're not, oh, i got to hurry up and get off the phone. It's 10, 
got to stop checking social media. Give yourself 20 minutes. And then when you finish checking social media at 9.20, then do what you need to do to prepare to go to bed. Put the phone down, freshen up, put your uh, night clothes on, whatever you need to do. Uh, Some people... uh, uh, have a drink of water by their bed in case they wake up through the night and they're dry and they get thirsty. So whatever that you need to do to pre- help prepare you for for you to take your rest at night, then do that. Use that last 40 minutes or so to to prepare yourself for bed. So now you're not uh, actively engaged in something that you don't want to get bogged down in doing before you go to sleep. So if you know you like to do, put it on the schedule like everything else and do it and then stop it at the appointed time and then focus on getting ready for sleep. So that's what you do, your create a no list. That is to help you do those things that you don't want to do. Okay, and then you want to start off gradually. That's the last thing. So um, it's real easy to try to attempt and address everything with your uh, new self-care routine, like you put everything on the list that you know you're supposed to do to take care of yourself. However, it can become overwhelming if you do that. So it's best that you focus on one or two things at a time. It's real important that you focus on one or two things because if you become overwhelmed, you're going to look at that list, and at some point you're going to say, okay, I'm done, maybe another time, you know, and you're not going to apply yourself in trying to do anything on that list because when you look at it, you've got 101 things you need to do to take care of yourself. It's like no way. You know, and so because in your mind, you're thinking that you have to do all 101 of them uh, right now within the next two or three weeks. So you don't want to be feel overwhelmed like that. So you want to make it doable. And doable is when you create a strategy that, involve, strategy that involves one or two things at a time, and then gradually you add to those two things. So as you can see, you know, self-care isn't just about, you know, um, doing uh, what you want to do. Sometimes it's really about doing what you need to do and don't want to do, right? So I don't want to check my cell phone right before I go to bed. So what I schedule that for later. So that's a part of self-care. All right, so you have to know the difference. You know, again, remember what I said, self-care is not uh, you overindulging in something, even if you think you um, uh, deserve it. No, that's just not what it is. Okay, reward yourself, treat yourself to some things, but you have to look at what you're doing, how is it going to benefit you overall. And if you cannot seek that, then it's probably something that you don't want to have on your list um, to do uh, as a part of your self-care uh, routine. So why is why is self-care important? Why do you need self-care, right? Um, a lot of people... Uh, are wondering that being, especially, you know, it's always going to focus on self-care, but when we got on this stay-at-home uh, rule, I guess if what you want to say, uh, when we got put on stay-at-home, then people start looking at, okay, hey, this is a great opportunity for you to take care of yourself. Don't get sluggish. Don't sleep all day. Don't stay in your pajamas all day. You know, get up, take care of yourself. So you heard so many different um, things uh, about it, and it's really about your well-being and your health, of course, but for people to really embrace it and and really take on the challenge of creating a self-care routine, they usually have to know what are the benefits that it's going to provide. Okay, why can't I stay in my pajamas all day? I've been waiting on this for I don't know how long. Don't have to go to work. Uh, I don't have to get up and be 
rushing all over the place. Why I'm at home, nobody's here but us or but me. So why do I have to get out of my pajamas and put on clothes if I'm not going anywhere? Can't go anywhere unless I go to the grocery store, the drugstore, something like that, or dash out to get a bite to eat. I gotta drive through the drive through to get that and then come on back home. So what a what are the benefits of taking care of yourself? And so uh, there are a lot of benefits to it. They are diverse in nature. So, you know, some some of them improve, one, improving your health. Again, if you're talking about taking care of yourself, one of the benefits of self-care is, take, is, is improving your health. So when you practice self-care, it's going to do wonders for your health. You'll get um, to work on your health issues. You'll get to experience uh, uh some improvement in your physical being as you're working on those health issues. Uh, you can improve your physical health, your your internal health, you will, you know, uh, all of those things that are related to when you exercise your body, when you eat better. You know, it's not just, you know, hammer drop weight, but there are some other things that take place internally as a, as a result of you taking better care of yourself. All right. Number one is improving your health. That's a benefit. The second one is it increases um, productivity. So if you're trying to get something done and you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to do it like you want to do it. All right. So if you struggle in being productive as you should be, then you might want to look at, you know, do I need to take better care of myself to increase my productivity? You know, um, maybe you need to become more focused and and concentrate on different tasks at hand because, again, when your body is sluggish, when your mind is racing, when your thoughts are racing, when um, you are constantly focused on uh, something in your life that's just getting in the way of you doing your everyday tasks, accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish because you're so focused on one issue, one problem, one person, then sometimes you're not as productive as you would like to be. So you have to begin to learn how to become more focused um, and to concentrate better, all right? And a part of that sometimes is is about learning um, how to focus as well as learning how uh, to concentrate, you know that's not it's easier said than done, and sometimes you think you should just know how to do these things, but you don't really just know how to do them. you have to learn how to do them, so you have to learn how to focus on something. so if you need help with that, you have to get the help. How do I learn how to focus you You get a coach and you you have some coaching sessions, and you go through uh coaching um um Assignments that teach you how to focus, that teach you how to concentrate or to increase your concentration so that you're not missing the task that will help you to be productive, all right? So sometimes um, increasing your productivity means saying no, learning to say no. People call all the time. People still call it, even with the stay at home, even with COVID-19 pandemic, people are still calling, wanting favors. So you have to say no. You have to learn how to say no. You have to learn how to free up your schedule when you get back into your 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 normal uh, routine. You have to learn how to leave time in there to focus on the things that really matter to you. You have to learn how to slow down. You have to learn how to not overexert yourself. All those things that get in the way of you being productive, you have to learn how to do those things. You don't just know how to do it. You learn how to 
um, have a racing thought. They didn't just pop up out of nowhere. You learn. It's a pattern that you keep repeating, right? You learn how to um, uh, exert your energy so you're exhausted at the end of the day because you give out too much. You learned how to do that because you put yourself in that position to do that over and over again. So now you're going to have to learn how to do certain things that's going to help you to be more productive. You have to practice saying no and sticking to you, sticking to your no. You're going to have to learn how to uh, become more focused. You have to practice on being focused, and you have to learn how to increase your concentration. You have to learn how to do these things. And when you do that, you will feel so much better. You, in your mind, you will feel better. Learning how to say no will free you up as well. You know, um, maybe you're like me in the past. I just wouldn't say no. Um, but I, so, I I say no today to certain things. So, And when you say no, if, especially if it's face-to-face and that you look at, you're looking at their faces when you say no and you're like, mm, okay, maybe I should say yes and get this over with. But when you learn to stick to your no, then when you walk away from the conversation, you feel much better because now it's like a, like a, a huge relief off of you because you don't, that you're not um, compelled to give in to taking your no back. So, okay, number two, increase, it increases your productivity. Number three, it's, uh, it increases greater self-esteem, right? So you want to be able to, there's a scripture that says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. In order to love your neighbor, you first have to love yourself. So when you practice self-care, it helps to increase um, your self-esteem. Again, remember I say it's not about being selfish or self-centered. It's about focusing on what you need to improve. So when you take care of yourself, it boosts your, it'll boost your confidence. It'll make you feel much better about yourself. Uh, It'll help you to focus um, and make yourself a priority. You won't make yourself take a back seat where you're neglecting to take care of yourself. You'll develop a much healthier relationship with yourself. You won't think of negative things or feel guilty uh, when you uh, are take, deciding to spend a little time taking care of, uh, of yourself. So uh, if you want to experience more in your life, then you have to begin to take care of yourself so your, your self-esteem can improve. Uh, and even if you have a good self-esteem, you want it to still improve, all right? So you don't want to feel guilty about it. If you have a, a pattern of negative self-talk, then when you start taking care of yourself, it's going to help you to dismiss that critical voice and to develop a more positive outlook on your life and to help you to create more positive comments and statements that you make to yourself. It helps you to um, accept positive affirmations and faith confession so that you can feel good about who you are and you can love yourself so that you can reach out and love others. And then it will also help reduce stress in your life. So self-care will help you to to de-stress, if you will, uh, with all of everything that's going on, everything is stressful right now, whether you are uh, immediately affected uh, impacted by uh, COVID-19 or, or from a distance. You know people uh, who are impacted by it. It is still stressful. When you hear about friend, um, friends of friends, family member who has friends, you know, who are impacted by this, who are on ventilators, who are dying from it, it still can be stressful just to hear 
all of those. Uh, and so in doing this time, uh, not just that, in doing uh, this stay home, you have a lot of companies that are not, you know, they only paid so much, they're not paying uh, anymore, so people are applying for unemployment, so people have financial worries, uh, they're struggling with to keep up with with uh, with the everyday life of things we see on the news, your entrepreneurs who are trying to stay open and stay above board and to maintain their staff that they're paying. Um, you know, it's just a lot going on, um, and it can create a lot of stress in a person's life. And so, um, it, it really can. Uh, in the stress of all of this, can impact your health. Uh, it can cause some interruption in your sleep. It can. Uh, it can literally uh, cause you to have health issues, you know, just from the stress of this, of what we're going through. So the virus may not attack you, and it may not, you may not um, be infected with the virus, but what you are impacted with is the stressfulness and the, that comes with the virus has done nationally. And so, you have to practice self-care during this time because it's so easy to look at the news, and I encourage you to do that, but it's so easy to look at the news and really get stressed out, panicky, nervous, upset, you name it. You can become it or take it on if you look at it and you have not learned how to take care of yourself. You have to learn how to regulate your thoughts so that even when you're listening to the news, um, there's the old saying, eat the meat, spit out the bones. You have to learn to pay attention to what you need to pay attention to and don't get caught up on the things that are not helping the nation to solve the the pandemic that's going on. Because if you do, you'll find yourself when it's all over. You'll be on the phone calling somebody, complaining, uh, all stressed out about what the press, what they said at the press conference. Who said what? Did you see what he did? Did you see what he? Did you hear what he said? All of those things. And so you don't want to get caught up in all of that de-stress. You want to be able to maintain some composure through all of this. And so you have to take care of yourself. And that's what self-care does. It helps you to focus um, on activities that will specifically help to reduce stress levels in your life, you can start with it. after that press conference. I'm telling you, you're going to need to meditate. So if you're watching the press conference, if you're staying on top of it, you're watching the news, and, and I would encourage you to do that because the Word of God says, for my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge, for they reject knowledge. So I want you to reject the knowledge that you need from the press conferences. Listen to them, but you need to de-stress after you watch them. So you may need to spend some time meditating and in the Word of God. You may need to spend time journaling. Um, or you may need to spend time, you know, go into another area of the house or turn the TV off and do some jumping jacks or do some mild exit, anything, breathe, some breathing techniques, you know, whatever you need to do to de-stress from it. And pray, Lord, let me retain the information I need to retain so that I can stay safe, uh, so that I can uh, practice the precautionary steps that I need to do, uh, and so that I won't become so overwhelmed that I'm no good in this process during this time when I'm going through. So find a way to de-stress after you've watched the news, watch press conferences. You have to do it. Even if you watch, I know there are a couple of doctors that come live on Facebook and they give you information. They tell you what you can do, what to, you know. Even after those genuine 
uh, Facebook Live where doctors are helping you. You still may need to take your notes while you while they're while they're on that live Facebook Live where they're live. Take your notes, but afterwards, before you do anything, just de-stress. Take a moment and meditate, pray, study the Word of God. Just de-stress and go back to your notes and look at what the person said and say, you know what? These are some of the things I need to try to implement in my life, even while I'm at home to make sure when I go out to the grocery store, to the drugstore, I need to make sure I'm doing what this doctor just said so that I can stay healthy and I can stay safe. And um, so find ways to de-stress. So self-care can bring uh, some uh, stress reduction um, in your life. And then um, also it can bring healthier relationships, right? You have to take good care of yourself. Right, so that's another benefit of self care is that it leads to healthier relationships. Right, it allows you to assess the relationships that you have right now and then identify the areas that need to be improved. And this is a great opportunity to do that because you don't, you're not at work. Okay, so if if you have a cousin or brother or sister or whomever that you need to reconnect with and that you need to de-stress um, the relationship, then do it. Build yourself up. Pray and ask God to give you the right words or uh, the right things that you need to say and do, you know, to reconnect again during this time, all right? Take the time to look at after yourself first and then reach out to the to the other person because if you're running on empty, you're not going to be any good trying to, to reconcile a relationship, reconcile a friendship. First, again, focus on what you need to improve and ask and then ask God to show you when you need to reach out and resolve whatever needs to be resolved uh, in in that particular relationship. And practice, again, um, maintaining some control of your thought life. Stop thinking about what if I reach out and, and he don't, she doesn't um, receive it or they don't, they're still mad. And it's, it's a lot of possibilities. So that's why you have to fortify yourself. The Bible says that we are to be strengthened in our inner man. So you have to become strong in your inner man so that you can reach out and um, improve the relationship. So as you're looking after yourself, as you're putting yourself in position uh, to actually take a really good care uh, of yourself, you know, um, I want you to remember that, you know, I hope you took your notes. These are just some really basic things about self-care. This is where you can start uh, to do it. This is going to help you live a a healthy, happy life. It's going to help you to make it through this trying time that we're all going through right now, not just nationally, but globally people are going through it. So take care of yourself. Make it a daily part of your routine, all right, so that, you can make the necessary improvements to make it not just through this pandemic, but to actually to look, to um, be more productive and to live healthier just in your life, period. So even after the pandemic, you want to be a healthy person. You want to be um, full of joy, full of life, full of peace. You want to be strengthened in your inner man. You want your mind to be regulated and renewed. Uh, you want your life transformed. You want to see a newness or an improvement in your life because you're taking really good care of yourself during this time. So it's very important that you um, 
that you do that. So I want to, I just want to take a few minutes and come on and talk to you about um, self-care, what it is, what it isn't. The next show we're going to actually uh, be talking about um, uh, self-care for beginners, what you need to do um, to actually um, get started with uh, doing um, your uh, self-care and so that you can come up with some really good uh, a routine that's going to help you, how to set that goal and how to pick out what, you, you know, what you're going to do and those things. It sounds a whole lot easier, you know, it sounds easy when you're just listening to somebody talk about it, but when you sit down to actually do it, it becomes a little bit more challenging to come up with what you need to do to take care of yourself, you know. So this will be a really good thing for you. So really see if you can figure it out you know, on your own. And then if not, so we'll have some resources available for you or to direct, and be able to direct you towards some resources that can actually help you uh, take care of it. So I want to thank you for joining me um, um, on the show today, and I want you to watch out for part two so that we can move into what you can actually do to begin taking care of yourself. So I'm willing to give you some things that you can do. So thank you once again, everybody, for tuning in. God bless you. Have a great, wonderful evening. Take care. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.